Welcome to the Canine PT Academy Podcast. Business lessons for canine rehabilitation therapists. Introducing your host, Dr. Francisco Maya. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you're at in this world. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Canine PT Academy Podcast. Business lessons for canine rehabilitation therapists. So, first of all, thank you guys so much who... Uh, those of you who listened to last week's episode when I talked about marking lessons from a sleep consult and I shared, of course, why we had to look into getting a sleep consult and you reached out with your own experience, you know, dealing with those challenges with a toddler as well. I appreciate, you know, your feedback, your uh, uh, your suggestions and, and everything. You know, it's kind of like good to know sometimes, no matter, you know, what it is, if it is the challenges we have as business owners or, you know, in this instance as parents or whatever it is, it's good to know sometimes that we're not the only ones who are dealing or have dealt with the same issues, right? And it's a a very, you know, somehow comforting, even though, of course, don't wish that kind of stuff on anyone to to get to the point where you just sleep deprived because of your toddler not sleeping well for two months. But it is kind of good to know like they're like okay yeah i'm not alone on this and just to give a quick update we are now on night number three since we started kind of like this program and it's really really helping uh susie has been able to sleep through the first couple of nights basically without any issues we see how she does tonight through the third night but she's going to bed a little bit better but most importantly like I said sleeping through the night and not waking up super early so that's already like a huge win which uh, um, it, 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 it's also kind of nice to see how much of a positive impact that has had on her day-to-day too right because of course she was grumpy and she wasn't doing very well at daycare and stuff because of it and just seeing her then thriving back again with it and be more engaged over there it's also kind of like another reason why that was like much needed basically so once again thank you guys who reached out really appreciate it and uh, i'll keep you guys posted (laughs) so stay tuned stay tuned next week to see how we're doing at that point in time but let's get to today's podcast episode so um, the other thing i shared last week too was also how excited i was that the team at the online pet health group shared with their vet rehab podcast the lecture that i did back in 2022 for the vet rehab summit and that lecture uh, focused on when your best isn't good enough overcoming criticism to achieve excellence achieve excellence and uh, i actually went back and i watched so i i posted the link to you guys to watch it because if you go to the youtube link you can listen to the podcast but the cool thing about the youtube link is that you can actually watch the lecture the powerpoint and stuff too that i did and and i went back and i actually watched it because even though i was the presenter that was nearly like a year and a half ago and i wanted it to just hear the message again to kind of like see exactly okay what was that i talked it about as a, as a learning opportunity to go back and kind of like reflect and think of it and that's what it led to today's topic, which it is how our goals as a business owner can lead actually to feelings of anxiety and angst, basically. Because what what we need to understand, and, and, and this is something that I'm sharing because it was, once I understood this as a business owner a few years in, it, 
it it just helped me so much in terms of the mindset around setting goals especially for uh, 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 how we feel about those goals and the one thing to understand is that it is impossible for us to imagine a future that is better right that's why we're setting a goal because we are working towards a future that it's better for us but it's impossible for us to imagine that future without feeling that in the present there is something incomplete because of it there, there's something missing because of it right so as we sit down right now in january of 2024 to plan for 2024 to set your goals for 2024 and figure out how you're going to achieve those goals you need to understand what can start going through our brain at that point in time and what starts happening at that point in time is this entrepreneurial anxiety and angst because our brain gets filled with excitement for what we can accomplish in 2024. We get all pumped up. We're like, oh yeah, let's go, let's do this, right? It's kind of like the New Year's resolution kind of thing almost. But at the same time, unintentionally so, our brain also gets filled with negative thoughts or even potentially regret of what we did not accomplish going into 2024. Right, especially if a goal that you're setting for 2024 feels very similar to the same goal that you set for 2023, and then instead of starting to think about well, how I'm going to accomplish this goal next year, what am I going to do different in 2024 to accomplish this goal that I did not accomplish in 2023? Instead of starting thinking from that perspective, our brain actually starts thinking in a more negative kind of way. We start to think about, well, why didn't accomplish that in 2023? What did I do wrong? Or even worse, we start having feelings of like, well, thoughts of like, well, can I even do this? If I didn't do it in 2023, what makes me think that I can do it in 2024? Right? And that's when a lot of those feelings start kicking in. And what follows next is that feeling of like, well, I've dropped the ball. Is that feeling of missing something that actually prevented us from accomplishing that goal. It's that feeling that imposter syndrome that you have, which as canine rehab therapists, business owners, we all know too well. We all know too well that feeling of imposter syndrome, which could then lead towards thoughts of pressure to hurry to accomplish those goals sooner rather than later, to get somewhere quicker, to cut corners, to work harder, right? And that's what that do. It leads towards a feeling that we just need to be busy. That we, the reason why we didn't accomplish that goal is because we weren't busy enough. It's because we didn't work hard enough. And then to compensate for that, we start wanting to consume more and more information about that. Whatever it may be, it may be related to business, it may be related to something else. But then we're like, well, let me look at more information about that. Let me read more books about it. Let me take this new course about it. Let me listen to a podcast about it. Right? Looking for that one thing that you think was the thing that you were missing, that you think was the thing that made you not accomplish that goal. Looking for that missing piece as to why that didn't happen. And at that point, as you can imagine, 
our brain has completely shifted. And instead of looking into that go into 2024 from a perspective of like finding a solution and find a game plan on how we're going to do that, we embark yet again on the search for more and more information, thinking that that's going to be the solution to work harder, to look for more, to study more, to take the new program, to take the new, uh, watch the new YouTube video, read like all these different books. Right? So hopefully you follow what I mean, because ultimately there is a paradox that as business owners, we do have to set goals and create a plan for how we're going to move forward. Otherwise, we're just shooting in the dark. Right? So if, if you haven't even gotten to that point for 2024, now is the time to do that. Start thinking about the goals that you want to accomplish and, of course, the game plan on how you're going to do that. But the paradox here is that at the same time that we need to set those goals, what happens is that when we set that goal, that creates a gap of peace within ourselves. That actually creates even more anxiety because we start to get anxious about, well, how are we gonna meet, how are we gonna accomplish that goal, right? And that may sound kind of crazy. And it kind of does, because if you really reflect on it, you probably have experienced that too. We all did. Where you get super pumped about the new year, you get super pumped about 2024 and what could come from it. And then you start to sit down and think more about it. And then you're like, oh, shoot. But how am I going to do this? Am I qualified enough to do this? Do I know enough to do this? If I know enough to do this, why haven't I done it before? Right. So setting up the goal excites us. Right. So let's say it's a financial goal of like, well, I'm going to bring in ten thousand dollars a month in revenue or I'm going to grow a team and I'm going to hire this and that role or I'm going to take a three week vacation, whatever it may be. The problem here is that the minute you imagine how life could look like once you accomplish those goals, you are exposing to yourself the reality that your current life might feel inadequate because you don't have yet something that you aspire to have, which leads to that feeling of anxiety and angst that us entrepreneurs and business owners can easily have. Right. So hopefully this is kind of like making sense. But then the question becomes, of course, what do we do about it? And I think there are two main things to keep in mind here is that first, we need to learn to live with some level of angst. We need to learn to live with some of that itch that it's always there because of these plans that we have for the future and how our business is going to actually help us achieve those goals. And it's the concept that I talked before about getting comfortable with the uncomfortable, right? That's what I mean about needing to learn to live with that angst, with that itch, with that unknown, and getting comfortable with that feeling of being uncomfortable, because that's always going to be there. So that's the first thing. And then the second thing is that we need to understand that just because we haven't accomplished something before, it does not mean that we can't accomplish that next time we give it a go. 
yes, we might have failed at it. But then the question is to be, what did I learn from it? What mistakes did I make that I can correct? What could I have done differently? How can I succeed at it next time? Right? And that's the concept that I also talked before about failing forward. That we're not going to get it right all the time. As a matter of fact, most of the time we're not going to get it right. And we are going to make mistakes. But instead of letting that paralyze us, instead of letting the failure paralyze us, and then afterwards the fear of failing again paralyze us, we learn how to fail forward. And we learn how to keep taking one step after another. All right, so to wrap it up today's calls, what I need you to understand is that as entrepreneurs, we tend to be visionaries, right? A lot of us entrepreneurs have this big vision of what we want for both our business and, of course, ourselves and what our business can provide for ourselves. And that's not a bad thing at all. That's what drives us as entrepreneurs. Because, because it is because of that that we tend to have this wonderful vision of what we want. But the minute, <clears throat> excuse me, the minute we see the positive things that we can achieve with them, then that gap opens up and it reveals a potential feeling of inadequacy that we have with our current lives. And the second we start thinking about something better, by default, <coughs> excuse me, the second we start thinking about something better, by default, it opens up our mind to realize that we might not have what we want to achieve yet. <coughs> and our brain is very quick to realize that if you can imagine something better, then you can also imagine what you don't have. Or in our brains, Imagine what, what we've done to fail, which is going to bring that angst that we're not doing enough and that we have more to do, that we have to hurry and we have to be busy all the time, that we have to work harder and we have to do more, more, more and more. So please be very careful with that thought going into 2024. And always remember those two things that I shared with you today. Get comfortable with the uncomfortable and learn to fail forward. Thank you for listening to another episode of the K9 PT Academy podcast, Business Lessons for K9 Rehabilitation Therapist. If you enjoyed what we had to say, please make sure to share or subscribe to our podcast or even leave us a review. You can also email us at hello at k9ptacademy.com. That's hello at k9ptacademy.com with any questions or suggestions. And go to k9ptacademy.com to find more resources and content, including our fee calculator spreadsheet, which is absolutely free and will help you determine how much you should be charging for your sessions. Because let's face it, determining what we should be charging is one of the biggest struggles we have as business owners in the K9 rehabilitation field. You can also find all of that information and more under the show notes. Finally, I would just like to add a disclaimer that any of my thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are mine and mine alone, and in no way reflect the opinion or position of any other organization or company I may be associated with. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you're not having fun and enjoying life or running your business, then what's the point in doing so? 
So please go ahead and start having some fun. <laughs>